Yeah, it's good top of the crock material right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We should have recorded it. Oh, you are recording. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dub on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, May the 11th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing pretty well. I'm coming at you as usual from <clears throat> Brooklyn, New York, where I am eating virgin crackers and cheese and drinking uh, tequila and tonic, neither of which are very good. <laughs> so you're not drinking virgin tonic? No. No. No, no it's tequila and tonic. Tequila and tonic. If yeah. you were just drinking tonic, would you call it a virgin gin and tonic? Maybe. That sounds then like it would have the- lime in it, though. Yeah, it would have to have lime this in does. it. Yeah, it has to have lime in it. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, no, so that was my whole point, that, you know, if you have a Virgin Mary, does that mean that the vodka is having sex with the tomato juice? No, I just think that it means that the tomato juice has never had sex. Oh, with any uh, spirits. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Side note... A Virgin Bloody Mary or just a can of spicy tomato juice is my go-to drink on an airplane. Really? Yeah. Why don't you get the booze? I don't, I mean, I I don't really enjoy getting drunk on an airplane. Weird. I know, I know. I mean, it hasn't stopped me from getting drunk on an airplane. I enjoy getting drunk just about anywhere. No, I mean, that's that's a good point. And I'm not saying I don't get drunk on an airplane because especially if like it's the last flight of the day and it's two in the morning, I like drinking at that point. But I do not enjoy, like if you've got to make a connection and something like that, I don't enjoy getting to the airport after having like, three margaritas and being like oh fuck where is gate g5 right i don't enjoy that experience see i feel like you just drink like three drinks at the very beginning like back to back at the beginning of the flight pass out yeah and then and then you know you wake up and you have no fucking clue where you are what time it is and it's like You get the jet lag just out of the way like that. See, I'm not like that on airplanes, though, because one time in my seat and my seat is buckled, I am asleep. You're asleep just immediately? That's immediately. <laughs> yep. I'm out. Like, I don't need Xanax. I don't need whiskey. I Like, I'm out. Wake me up when we get there. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good talent to have. Yeah. One of my few talents in life is that one. 
Okay, also, so, buses. I can do that on buses, too. Yeah, I can sleep pretty well in transit. And it's hard for me because I'm a big dude. Right. It's not hard for me. And I, I that is one of the few times in my life where I thank God I am a small person. Right. Because an airplane seat's like a freaking barca lounger to you. Boom. I'm done. I take my shoes off and I can stretch yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. So is a sex positive, Mary, just like a glass of vodka with some horseradish in it? Yes, and I have had that before. Hmm. You, you were there, I think it was 2003, and we had started the day, the morning, drinking actual Bloody Marys. But by the time four or five o'clock rolled around, it was a glass of vodka with a splash of tomato juice and a spoonful of horseradish. <laughs> The sex positive Mary. What we're gonna call from now on, sex positive Mary. <laughs> you should go to a you should go to brunch someday and order that and see what you come back with. Pansexual Mary, perhaps. <sighs> oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, but that's always the way it went. You know, you you have those evenings where you start off the night with the perfect balance of cocktail that makes it so good with the sweet and the alcoholic and the garnish. And by the end of the night, you're just sucking on a bottle of bourbon and chewing on some mint leaves. Right. Right, you got like a pack of halls. You're like sucking on a cough drop, drinking whiskey. (laughs) Calling it a cocktail. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> calling, it, calling it a menthol julep. <laughs> Which is just smoking a menthol and just taking a shot. A for drinking a warm glass of whiskey. <laughs> or, or, or a cough draft. Oh, yeah, right. Since the menthols are about to be outlawed. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of mint juleps, this brings us up to last week was the Kentucky Derby, which we didn't actually talk about. Uh, so this horse won uh, Meridian Sprint, Spirit Meridian. I don't right. know what the name it was. And then got disqualified. What? Some stupid horse name. Sure. And then immediately got disqualified for Juice It. Well, is, did they confirm that yet or no? As far as I know, they have not finished the second test yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I know, so they test horses before and after the race. Mm-hmm. So they tested the horse before, and then as soon as the race is over, they take samples from all of the horses, and they test them. And if they come back positive, they have to test them again. And this horse is came back positive and then so they have to test it again like a super test which will take a couple weeks is what i read but the interesting thing is that the trainer of this horse is the most famous horse racing trainer of all time he's in the horse racing hall of fame it's his fifth horse that's tested positive for juice wait it is seventh horse who has won the kentucky derby so like he's batting more than 500 right like with those odds, you cheat 
if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's what I say. Right. Yeah, he also is part owner of the Houston Astros. Is he really? No. <laughs> oh, I was going to be so excited about that. I was like, yeah, I could see that. Jim Crane and some like Kentucky Doby asshole or business boat news. <laughs> Fuck. Sam, you got me all excited there for a second. Really, he's, he's going in with A-Rod on his latest business adventure. That's really right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I don't actually care about this. Like, don't abuse animals, I guess, is my hottest take. But, like, the Kentucky Derby is its whole microcosm in and of itself. There's, I mean... There is only the finest of lines between horse racing and animal abuse anyway. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I agree. And I never like watching it because I want all the horses to win. How come there's got to be one? Well, I, mean, I don't want to like to watch it, but I do like to gamble. And okay. yeah. my favorite thing to gamble on is horse racing. So... <laughs> Right, right, sure. I, I, yeah, sure. I, that makes sense. See, gambling is not my thing. Right, but a horse race is at least it's exciting, you know. Like, right. I don't have the attention span to play poker. Like, if I'm still in a uh, poker game, yeah. like twenty to thirty minutes in, I'm just going all in on every hand because right. I want to get away from that table. You know what I mean? Right, right. We should go to Las Vegas together. Yeah. I like, you know, I play the penny slots to get free drinks. Right. I like that. I play blackjack some. Craps is kind of fun. Roulette's kind of yeah, fun. Roulette, yeah. Craps, I think, has but the best return. Uh, the most fun is horse racing. But the most fun is horse racing. Okay. Right. Because that's exciting and it's a thing and it's like you, get, you scream at these animals, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't know the rules. Because there's a right. lot of weird gambling rules. And then there's some guy who like lives at the track and he knows the rules. <laughs> so do you become friends with that guy? <clears throat> no, but you kind of like try to sit near him and like listen to what he's saying. You gotcha. know? Yeah. Where do you go to gamble? Uh, the Belmont is here. That's one of the big ones. Um, and then the Aqueduct also has horse racing. But I haven't gone in a couple of years, actually. Well, like last year was COVID, I guess. But right. So I guess I haven't been since 2019. Yeah. I'd like to go this year. It's fun. So the Kentucky Derby, we got the hats. We got Tom Brady looking like a super villain. Right, hanging with David Ortiz. Hanging with David Ortiz. Right, like <laughs> blasting ecstasy with Wes Welker. Yeah, yeah, with Wes Welker, I was trying to remember who the third guy was in that picture. It was Wes Welker. <laughs> That's right. so the picture was just Tom Brady looking like a Jim, like a, what is that guy's name? Dick Tracy villain. Yep. And then David Ortiz looking like a Dominican gangster that got yeah, shot last like time he was in the Dominican a, Republic. Like a problematic villain from like a cart like a comic book from the 50s you like read it now and you're like oh that's, that's character really that's racist, you know 
This is a really racist depiction. Big poppy voodoo from New York City. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, Wes Welker, who's just completely drenched in sweat, like he's got his shirt off, probably, you know. Uh, God, yeah. They must have been having such a great time. Somebody else had posted this. And then Aaron Rodgers was the cop trying to arrest them all. Right. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about mint juleps. Now, mint julep is one of my favorite costumes. Right. I've had a very good mint julep. You were telling me that you don't think I've ever had a really good old fashioned. Right. Because bourbon is my go-to liquor, right? Okay. That's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, the old fashions that I have had are just watered down bourbon, which I don't like. Right, so but what you, makes a good you old fashioned? They put soda in it, which is not a real old fashioned. Right. What are you supposed to put in an old fashioned? Well, I think that the like the old fashions, like the original cocktail, or like one of the original cocktails, and it's just your spirit, it's whiskey. And bitters and sugar, and that's it. And ice. Yeah. And that's it. And then you, you know, you can put a twist of lime in there or a twist of orange in there, maybe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, you go to some places and order an old fashioned that's got like shitload of maraschino cherries and orange slices and like soda water. And I, and I don't mind the garnishes. It's the water. It's watering down your whiskey on purpose. That really bothers me. Right. See, I like drinking whiskey and like whiskey and soda. It's a, right. my a very regular home time like cocktail at home because mm-hmm. you don't get as hungover if you drink water with your whiskey right. as if you drink whiskey straight. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just based on volume. Right, because part of it's water. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you drink a bottle of whiskey, you're going to be hungover. But if you like mix that with soda, you probably won't drink the whole bottle. Right. Because it takes too long. Yeah, and then you get bored. <laughs> right. You have to pee a bunch, so you just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the right thing to do. Right. Or you stay up all night and then like go online and yell at strangers online at three in the morning. That's fun. Right. Yeah. If you're online at three in the morning, then you gotta expect drunk people are gonna yell at you. Right. What? Or you are drunk and you're yelling back at the other drunk people. Everyone's just drunk and yelling at each other. Yeah, which is good. Which is fun. We're being healthy. The. Other question I had for you was about Louisville brown, hot browns. I believe right. Yeah. So this is something I just found out existed this week. And you and I have talked a couple of times about regional American foods, right? Right. Cincinnati chili. Shout out to Skyline Chili. Please sponsor us. Rochester garbage plates. Uh, poutine. What am I forgetting? I mean, Chicago hot dogs, kind of. I'm kind of going for the, like, plate of, like, meat and, and uh, protein and starch thrown together. And then named after a city or region. 
but I just now learned about Louisville Brown Hots. Can you explain to our listeners? Hot Browns. Hot Browns. See? Hot Browns. Can you explain to the listeners what that is? <laughs> yeah, so it uh, was invented at the Brown Hotel in Louisville, Kentucky, hence the name Louisville Hot Brown. Um, and it's basically, so you make a, um, basically you make a sandwich, like a turkey or ham sandwich, like a ham and tomato sandwich. And you put it in like a, like a casserole dish and you put bacon on top of it. And then you pour cheese sauce over the top of that and then put cheese on top of that and throw it in the broiler and it gets all bubbly and brown on the top hence the name the hot brown also and then you kind of eat it like like a personal like lasagna kind of thing like a casserole right it's a, it, yeah it's like a casserole mm-hmm. and it's like a take on the welsh rare bit oh have you heard of that before no what is the welsh rare bit same thing <laughs> but, Zipper, but, it, but it whales but from whales yeah exactly yeah um but i think that that is just i don't think that that's like a sandwich i think that's just like bread covered in cheese sauce and cheese and then like cooked in the it's like mac and cheese except for with now this is not a breakfast dish this is a dinner dish correct the louisville uh hot brown or brown hot hot brown Right? Yeah, I think it's like a lunch, lunch or dinner, like lunch if you're looking to take a nap, or if you're like one of those good Louisville sorts, you know the ones I'm talking about. Um, the will to do the aristocrats. No, the morbidly obese. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they're <laughs> cool too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, but it's it's like I made it. We did a. Uh, Kentucky Derby event last year at my place of work and we like sold Louisville hot browns as the special for the day. It was fucked up. Like they're good. They're good. Don't get me wrong. But like it'll put you out. Right, because it's a giant casserole of meat and cheese. Right. Yeah. It's like you basically smother a sandwich and cheese sauce. Which sounds delicious. It is. Yeah. 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 Uh, Well, I mean, no, this is not a fair question. I was going to say, where would you rank it among regional foods? But would you, like, place it? You know, like, we've talked about Rochester garbage plates, and I love Rochester garbage plates. Yeah. We are huge fans of Cincinnati chili. Yeah. Where would you place this among the pantheon of this regional American, really immigrant-inspired cuisine that we, because we found out recently, I found out, you knew, but I found out recently that Cincinnati chili is a Greek immigrant dish. Right. Right? Uh, Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm not sure that it's like a unique enough situation to be kind of you know, I, you know, like in, in Pittsburgh, like they put French fries on their sandwiches. Like you get a cheesesteak and there's like French fries on it, right? And that's like a, a Pittsburgh thing. 
I think it's like in that sort of same category. Right. We're right. like lots of folks put French fries on the sandwiches. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's also a lot of, you know, like you brought up the uh, croak masseur, yeah, which is like a similar kind of thing. Um, well, it's a little different, I guess. Well, I mean, I only find that it's an open-faced sandwich with ham and an egg on it. No, croque monsieur is like a sandwich that's then like battered in like French toast batter and griddled, and then you put an egg on top of that. Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious, right? <laughs> I would love to have a croque monsieur. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, but but the whole dining, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Maybe I'm doing it poorly. Like the dining experience is like taking a croque monsieur and turning it into something that you order at your 24 hour diner on Route 66, right? right. Which is not a croque monsieur. It's French toast with ham and egg on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a French yeah. toast sandwich. Yeah. Right. Right. But I think that. Like, I don't think that the Louisville hot brown is, like, unique enough. Like, if you went to Louisville and you'd never heard of the hot brown and they're like, oh, this is our regional thing, you'd be like, oh, that's cool and delicious. But you wouldn't be like, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard of. Agreed. Yeah, like, that's a good point. You would, yeah, with yeah. like, you go to Cincinnati and you're like, wait, you put chili on top of your, like, overcooked-ass pasta? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> um. Or and like, they're like they're 20 like, minutes like, from each other too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or you or you like go to Rochester and you're like, wait, a garbage plate? Garbage like, plate. That, you know? <laughs> oh, Buffalo Pizza is a thing. Sorry, this is a non sequitur. I learned this week that Buffalo style pizza exists. Did I cut it into squares? Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like fluffy. It, it's like pizza, like Detroit style pizza, but like on a fluffy light crust. Oh, so it's like a square pizza. It it is a square pizza. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Well, point. that's fine. It's not a circular pizza. It's a square pizza, but instead of the buttery Detroit crust, it has a flaky, almost croissant-rich like. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. The yeah. the place the uh, original Buffalo Wings was a pizza place. Did they make Buffalo style pizza? I think so. Yeah. I I want to try. It sounds delicious. It sounds really really good. Honestly, <laughs> this is the nicest thing I've ever had to say about Buffalo. Right. No, the wings are good. Yeah, the wings. And the Buffalo actually, I like Buffalo. I've never been to Buffalo, but you know, I like the Bills and I like Buffalo wings. And- Right. Try and go for the pizza. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so we're not. I want to try a Louisville hot brown sometime. I want to go to Louisville sometime. They have a minor league yeah. baseball team called the Louisville Bats, which is right. a funny, funny name. Right. Well, it would make more sense if they were called the Louisville Sluggers, but. But it's a pun. It's like the Tampa Bay Rays. So they're the bat, the animal, and the bat, the stick of wood. Right. Yeah. It's a double entendre. Right. I'd like to go to Louisville and buy a baseball bat. Yep. And go, I think, the Muhammad, I think like the Muhammad Ali's museum is there. 
probably. Yeah. Let's go to Louisville. Yeah. Meet me in Louisville. Now we'll go. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Uh, we got about five minutes less left. I want to talk about this inverted pyramid that you and I. Did. Oh yeah. So I need to walk me through it actually. Okay, so uh, for longtime listeners of the show, you know that uh, top of the clock after we're done talking about delicious cheese sandwiches, we're gonna talk to you about conspiracy theories. And one thing I discovered on the internet, I'm going to try to cite the source when I get it. So please be patient with me. Is this inverted pyramid of conspiracy. Uh, Credit to Abby Richards at Abby ASR on Twitter. So credit to Abby Richards. She made, I'm going to call who she uh, made this conspiracy chart and that it's got this very interesting direction of how people fall into these political conspiracies. And it starts with things that actually happen, right? COINTELPRO, the NSA surveillance. Wait, what's that though? COINTELPRO was the CIA and the FBI coming together to dismantle the civil rights movement in the 70s and the 80s. Oh, right. Um, I don't know Mockingbird. I don't know what that is. I know that Tuskegee is the American government purposefully giving black Americans syphilis. Mm. The FBI spied on John Lennon, MK Ultra. The CIA experimented on people with acid without their permission. That was cool. Uh, Big Tobacco lied about cancer. Those are the other things I don't know. I know what the Bohemian Club is, but I'm not going to get into it right now. Um, those are all things that really happen, right? Then you move up the pyramid into leaving re- uh, into the speculation line, right? right? UFOs. We got questions about UFOs. Right. JFK says, I don't think we should have. Que- uh, the right. JFK was killed. UFOs. Are they anti-Semitic? No, the UFOs are not anti-Semitic. People <laughs> believe in the UFOs are anti-Semitic. Uh, Britney Spears, the Denver International Airport. What's the Denver Airport. International Airport? Uh, there's a huge underground facility underneath the Denver International Airport. We don't know what it... We know it exists. We don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's harboring child's legs. It's not. Wait, it's not. Is it, is it there really one underneath there? Yeah, it's probably some kind of like Air Force base because Colorado Springs is one of the largest. It's where the Air Force Academy is, it's Colorado Springs. So, there Denver is probably like a is the largest airport in the country, mm-hmm. landmass wise. They are, it's probably a military installation, probably does not have child slaves, aliens, or UFOs, but it might, but it might. Moving up from that, we leave reality and we get to everybody's favorite, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, alien abductions, Elvis. Prince Charles is a vampire. That one I don't get. Mattress. Mattress firm. I don't get mattress firm. That's just a company. I'm hoping it's not something really bad. 
or is it, Jill? Yeah, there's something really bad there. Then we get into the scary slash fun stuff. So the whole point is that this is how a route that people take to get to the crazy shit that's driving politics today, right? Mm. Because after this, you get a new science denial, which I don't, excuse me, I don't think it's very real. Like denying climate change, denying that COVID-19 is real, denying, uh, uh, thinking that 5G is a problem, being an anti-vaxxer, being like a 9-11 conspiracist. Isn't uh, 5G like, oh no, never mind. 5G is the theory that the government is poisoning us with the new 5G, uh, you know, wireless. Right. I thought that, like, uh, cell phone signals were... What about the one where cell phone signals are killing the bees? Uh, I don't know if that's 5G. That might actually be a path that's not traced to you. That, like, there is science showing that Wi-Fi kills bees, and then we fight, we trace that to Wi-Fi kills humans. Right. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, I think it's a pesticide. It, yeah, I think it's pesticides. Anyway, bees are dying. It's a huge problem. Yeah, I know. We need more bees. Plant gardens. <laughs> In this category, <coughs> there's one that I had to look up. Because I was like, what the fuck? And it said, Finland does not exist. This is actually a conspiracy theory on the internet that Finland was made up in an agreement between Russia and Japan. So I, I apologize to all of our listeners in Finland. Your country doesn't exist. Right. And here's the important part, okay? So past this, you get from what she calls the anti-Semitic point of no return. And this is what we've talked about on this podcast before. How come, hey, fun time aliens always leads to anti-Semitism? Right. They're the original conspiracy theorists. Well, anti-Semitism anti-semites of the original conspiracy theory that's what i'm saying yeah that's the uh they're the they're like the real conspiracy is that there's a secret cabal of anti-semites that have been operating in the shadows since you know biblical times no secret cabal of semites <clears throat> no that's what they believe what what the anti-semites believe that there's a secret cabal of jews who control everything Right, there's a secret cabal of anti-Semites. Oh, what, in real life? Yeah. In real life, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, like Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. So here you got Holocaust denial, the reptilian overlord, which is uh, Mm -hmm. related to uh, the Dolce base, the belief that Earth is flat, that's uh, my favorite one. Is that your favorite one? <laughs> it's just so stupid. Adrenochrome, the New World Order, 
Satanic cult panic. The moon landing was faked. The deep state, the Illuminati, and QAnon. So, like, this is, like, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about this because we keep being like, well, how come it's always got to end in anti-Semitism? This is why it always ends in anti-Semitism. Because, like, that's the end of conspiracy thought, is that Jewish people are in charge of the world. Right. Which well, it's just a general secret society ruling the world. Right, but why has it got to be Jews? I don't know, but it is. Always <laughs> it. it always ends up that way. I mean, it's because they've been historically other than it's easy to target them in our societies. Uh, and so, like, the QAnon folks, they've been splintering, and it's really interesting which people who believe in that conspiracy theory have gone deeper and deeper into, like, the, the craziness, crazy there. It's good they're splintering, right? Because they were like a little too so. organized. <clears throat> yeah. And they're turning on each other. Good. good. Yeah. Uh, but some of them are, you know, fanatics, diehards to the end. And they keep coming up with new crazy ass excuses for why Donald Trump is really still the president. Right. And they're like doing weird shit and. Uh, Arizona. Yep, yep. Which is supported by the Arizona Republican Party. That's the whole thing, is that the Republican Party has not, and in my opinion, will never get to the point of like, oh no, we should stop doing this. Right. Yeah. It's run by the crazy people. Right. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up and like really scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's stuff that I've read about, like what happens when the Republican Party will get their majority back in the House of Representatives. Right. Are they just going to deny a Democrat can ever be president again? That's bad for democracy. Right. ASD, yeah. Probably will. Apparently so. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, folks. Only believe in aliens until it's fun. Don't believe in aliens to the point where you think your Jewish friend is out to get you. Please. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs in this country and beyond, honestly. Yeah. But mostly this country. Mostly this country. Russia, maybe. That's just pretty bad. Yeah. Right. There's some shit going down. <laughs> Did the Red Sox win tonight? No, they lost. <clears throat> they lost. There's a COVID outbreak on the Yankees coaching staff, though, so that's kind of fun. Right. Uh, I think it was, uh, was it Garrett Cole who was like, we're going to be dealing with COVID for years. I think he's right. Is that what he said? Yeah. 
I, th- I think he meant America, not the Yankees, but it applies to both. Right. Yeah. All right. Anything good cooking this next week? I mean, I got some stuff going on at work, but nothing really that's on the radar. Yeah. Nothing crock-worthy. Right, right. I got, I mean, like, I've been baking my chicken. I just bought more chicken. I'm going to take a week off from my chili, but that last chili was real good. I just got to clean out my fridge and deal with some shit. Um, So I'm going to not be too creative in my cooking. Although I want to up my vegetable intake. Because I think I'm dying of scurvy. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, eat onions. I love onions. Yeah. I'll put one in my grave. I got a bunch of onions. Yeah, vegetables um, are good. It's all about trying to get more vegetables into your diet all the time. Yeah. That's what I do when I cook is like, oh, can I get more vegetables in here? Oh, that's a good uh, perspective. Yeah, I like that. Like where where can where do more vegetables fit into this dish? You know. Yeah, I will take that into consideration. I like that because I got a lot of onions. I got a lot of green beans. I got broccoli. I got cauliflower, and I got sweet potatoes. I could just put all that in the dish, probably. All right, making myself hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, uh, ostensibly a baseball podcast. This has been the top of the clock episode. You know, daily alien updates and delicious regional American food updates. Uh, If you like what you hear, give us a rating, review, and subscription on Apple iTunes. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and or Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Follow us on Facebook at Dump on the Ump. Follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud. Yes, yeah, SoundCloud WordPress. Whatever. All the bullshit. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Oh, we didn't talk about the Yominator burger. God damn it, Joel. All right. Well, yep. We also me- didn't talk about the conflict in the Middle East. Uh, yeah, I think that was good. That we did not talk about the conflict in the Middle East. Uh, but I think it's bad that we did talk about the Yemen Mercedes Burger. I don't know, man. I'm not. Peace in the Middle East, I guess. You want, we, got, we got time. You want to talk about it? Oh, no. No, no. Nothing good will come of it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.